Welcome to Jonas and Kovner's Healthcare Delivery in the United States, 12th edition, Chapter 5, Podcast, Population Health. This chapter was written by Dr. Pamela G. Russo and Dr. Mark N. Gorovich. Dr. Pamela G. Russo is a senior program officer at Robert Wood Johnson Foundation and a member of the NASEM Population Health Roundtable. She has been an associate professor of medicine and program co-director at the Cornell University Medical Center. Dr. Mark N. Gorovich is a Muriel G. and George W. Singer professor and founding chair of the Department of Population Health at NYU Langone Medical Center and leads the City Health Dashboard Initiative. Does your childhood neighborhood determine your future and even your health? New research suggests that it may have a measurable impact. A recently published set of nationwide data collected over many years by the U.S. Census Bureau and researchers at Harvard and Brown universities, promises to make it possible for local officials and policymakers and philanthropic organizations to identify, understand, and perhaps challenge a persistent healthcare problem. That is, why do poor children in some neighborhoods fare better as adults than other poor children growing up as little as half a mile away? The data track more than 20.5 million U.S. children who are now in their 30s, and it tracks by childhood neighborhood who grew up to become chronically poor, imprisoned, or middle class. In some areas of Milwaukee or New Haven, for instance, more poor black children went to prison than became upwardly mobile. Some children of poor Memphis families have been able to earn only $16,000 a year as adults, while children of similar families in some Minneapolis suburbs earn $64,000 a year. Some municipalities are finding that housing voucher programs they hoped would lift families out of poverty have actually trapped them there because conditions in the chosen neighborhoods themselves are the problem. As the data become more widely known and studied, officials are trying to understand how to use them to help correct such problems. Why does this matter to public health? One reason, which this chapter explores, is that the physical and mental health of our communities is affected by more than just health care. Other determinants outside the healthcare system include education, income, and environmental exposures. All these are characteristics of neighborhoods, and they are also partly responsible for the levels of health and disease in a population. They influence not only who becomes sick or injured or disabled, but also these patients' outcomes, whether they recover, suffer a lasting handicap, or die. Researchers and policymakers are paying renewed attention to this well-known correlation between environment and health. Their interest is due in part to the contrast between the United States' unsustainably high spending on health care and its lagging results compared to other industrialized nations. We are beginning to understand that social determinants of health, such as income and education, can drive up health care spending significantly when inadequacies are not addressed. One of the questions this chapter looks at forms the core challenge of the emergent field of population health how to incorporate a broader understanding of social factors into the health system's focus on prevention and care. This chapter describes the medical and population health models and show how they lead to different strategies for preventing disease and improving health. It discusses the respective importance of various determinants of health and reviews some of the evidence about the way our social and physical environments influence our behavior and our health outcomes. The population health model is earning increasingly wide acceptance as a means of understanding the many determinants of health, and it offers a great potential for improving patient outcomes. Healthcare providers should work toward a more coherent national approach to improving health. Such an approach would include an agreed-upon set of measures for both determinants and outcomes, sustainable funding, and better planning for the most effective actions to improve conditions for all Americans. 
the population health model is an important tool in that endeavor. To learn more about the Census Bureau's report covering every neighborhood in the United States and to explore interactive maps based on the data, review the New York Times article called Detailed New National Maps Show How Neighborhoods Shape Children for Life by Emily Badger and Kwok Trong Bui. It was published on October 1st, 2018. This chapter podcast for Jonas and Kovner's Healthcare Delivery in the United States, 12th edition, is copyrighted by Springer Publishing Company, LLC. All rights reserved.